Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. In this standalone essay, I'll be reading my essay titled, Your Value Comes from Your Output. A seat at the table is earned by producing something of value. I'm not sure who needs to hear this, so I'll just put it here and hope that it reaches somebody who does. Your value to most people in the greater uninterested world comes from your output. Not your ideas, not your talent, not your potential, your output. The fruits of your labor, not the labor itself. Effort might be visible to those around you, but it's not visible to the world. It's like a scream in space. You screamed, but nobody heard you. I think about this a lot when I'm in self-reflection mode, aka beating myself up mode. Where are my accomplishments? How often have I been on the Sam Harris podcast? How many entries does my work have in Wikipedia? How many patents do I have? How many books have I written? How many people have read those books? In short, what mark am I making on this world? Those are the questions that I ask myself, but that's not quite the point of this. My bigger point is that you should never think that you deserve to be in any of those things if you've not done the work and produced tangible output from it. Tangible output. Sam Harris has people on his podcast all the time, and I consider it an ultimate honor to be asked on that show. There are lots of bigger shows with bigger audiences, but Sam picks his guests based on the impact they're having on the world. He brings people on that he thinks are contributing to the world in a meaningful way. When I'm measuring myself and my work and my actions and my habits, I regularly think about what it would take to be invited onto that show or to have 10 entries in Wikipedia or to get more patents or to be asked on to Bill Maher's show. Many B-level players in any field have this strange fascination with being part of the A-team, to be invited to their parties, to be on their shows, to be part of their elite group, whether that's in sports or media or business. And they use their considerable intellects to think about various ways that they can convince the A-team to let them in. Being smarter, funnier, better looking, etc. But it's mostly bullshit. What people either don't know or don't want to accept is that the way to get invited is by putting in the work on a valuable problem and having some success. You have to grind, often in complete silence and anonymity for some period of time, maybe weeks maybe months, maybe decades. And even then, you might still never be noticed. You might still die in the squalor of invisibility. But at least you have a chance. The short answer here is grinding. Finding an interesting problem, getting the proper training or training yourself if your discipline will allow you to achieve recognition in that way, and then working like Edison for as long as it takes. That's it. That's the secret. Hard fucking work. Quiet work which results in actual benefit to the planet. It's not sufficient, but it is necessary. So why am I writing this down? Because someone might need to hear it. When I figured it out, it was a big revelation to me, and I want to pass it along to anyone who might benefit. Don't wish you were in the club. Don't find ways to sneak in. Do the work required to be respected by the people who are already in. Do that work quietly for its own sake 
and forget about the club. That's the best possible way to get in. Don't tell painters you love their paintings so you can be invited to paint with them. Just paint. Don't tell hackers you love hacking. Just hack. Don't tell thinkers you love thinking. Just think. And of course, write down your thoughts. And most of all, don't tell successful business people that you love money and creativity. Start a business and make some of that money. Another good example of this comes in a work setting, especially if you're new to a role. You can bring all the ideas and presence that you want, but if you can't get points onto the board quickly, you'll lose all favor within weeks or months, or you'll fail to create any favor in the first place. To be respected as a dancer by dancers, you have to dance. Nothing you do compares to being able to actually do the thing that the in-group values most. So what can you do if you're not currently a dancer? Well, if you're someone who cares about being respected in this way, in some particular circle, I think there are two primary things you need to ask yourself. One, are you working on a question or a problem that is worthy of this field? And two, are you making consistent and valuable contributions towards answering that question? If you are not working on a worthy question or problem, you should find one. And if you're not doing good work towards a good question, you need to change that. Avoid the allure of confusing effort or being busy with output. If you're not making tangible contributions to this problem you've chosen, it's nearly the same as doing nothing. You must both be focused on the right thing and be contributing meaningfully. Summary. Your value to the people you respect is in the output you can produce within your field. If you want to be part of an elite group as a peer, don't waste your time trying to convince them of your worthiness. Three, instead find a quality problem in that space and make a plan to produce meaningful results towards solving that problem. And four, more than anything, the world judges people by their tangible output. We'll see you next time.